You are now listening to episode three of season two of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast with guest Katherine Thompson. Four years ago, she ditched her 15 plus year corporate career for full-time entrepreneurship. She opened a winemaking business, which she sold this past fall in the midst of COVID to pursue her marketing and communications consulting business full-time. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and she loves helping other entrepreneurs launch, grow, and scale their businesses. On to the episode. Hey, entrepreneurs, want to minimize the points of failure and stress? When you run many platforms plugged into each other, you have multiple potential points of failure. The more links in the chain, the higher the chances that one of them will eventually break. To make things worse, you'd need to contact a separate support team for each of those add-ons. What if they don't want to cooperate? What if they don't know how the other apps work? Well, Kartra, as an all-in-one ecosystem, solves that problem only one, yes, one platform, one support team, one single point of contact. That's convenient, right? Well, it's great, not just for you, but I've been using it myself for a couple of years now, and I am thoroughly enjoying what Kartra has done to level up my online business success. So if you need an all-in-one solution to help you run your online business, use the link in the description to get a 14-day trial of Kartra today. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Denise. This podcast is for entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or working your business part-time or just looking for some inspiration, each episode you will hear the incredible stories of entrepreneurs from around the world. These entrepreneurs are subject matter experts in their niche. Want to show off your fan status? Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can be one of the first to listen to my latest episode, which starts right now. So grab your favorite beverage and let's talk about business. It is amazing to get to chat with you today. How are you doing? I am doing super well. I'm super excited to be here today. Awesome. Well, as you know, I am in Memphis, Tennessee, so I just want to make sure to share with the listeners where you are in the world. Yes, I am in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. It's a bit of a tongue twister. It's a full mouth load, but that is where I'm located. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And so I've got my coffee with me and I'm ready to chat with you. What are you drinking anything right now? I am. I've got my nice warm cup of coffee here as well. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm ready to dive into this because today you are going to be giving us three tips that you wish you had known sooner about starting a business. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I've got my pad and my pencil here and I am ready to get these tips from you. So whenever you're ready, you can jump in. Before we do that though, let's make sure that we let the listeners know a little bit more about 
you and what it is that you do before we hop in the tips? Yeah, for sure. So four years ago, I ditched my 15 year corporate career to start a winemaking business, which I've now sold. Um, and I'm now back working in the online space, helping people with their marketing and communications, uh, predominantly small businesses so that they can grow. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. I actually just sold my brick and mortar business in September. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you, oh my goodness. So, and you sold the wine business. I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was a lot of work. So how was that, before we get into the tips, how was that transition going from that to going to more being of support, um, you know, and helping other small business owners? Yeah, I think um, the transition, I, I'm still sort of in transition, I say, like I, I sold it, I finished um helping the new owners get up and sort of working over. And so now um, I'm just kind of like easing back into sort of this online online space. So I love being of support um, and it's a very different world. And I learned a lot from owning my own brick and mortar, which is part of why I can help brick and mortars or small businesses now, because I really get what it's like to be in the thick of actually running and operating a business um, and all the things we don't have time for, like growing our businesses sometimes. So, Yes. Okay. Well, I, listen, I know you got some amazing tips to share. So we are ready whenever you are. Yeah. So I think the first thing that I learned now that I've kind of stepped back and done a lot of like self and introspection is I ditched my corporate career four years ago, as I mentioned, and I dived into the on or the wine business. And I did so without really sort of thinking about what I wanted to do. I made it from sort of like a desperate um, wanting to get out of corporate, not liking corporate anymore. So I dived into wine because I liked wine and I liked food. So it was kind of like, hmm, this seems like a good fit. So my first tip that I always share with people now after learning this lesson is don't do something because you think one, it'll be successful or that you think you like as maybe a pastime or a passion. Not, not, not that you shouldn't do it, but really think through what that's going to look like in the working world. And so I love wine. I love drinking it. I love food, but the production of wine is really, was like a lot of labor something I never expected. And so two years in, I thought, oh my goodness, this is really hard. This isn't what I expected. And so turning a, a, a love and a passion doesn't always necessarily translate into a really great sort of business idea. So really sort of thinking about what's in alignment for you, but also what is, um, what's that passion going to look like once you actually start doing that, that work. The second big tip I always say is like, don't be afraid to ask for help. One of the things that I struggled with in the early parts of my entrepreneurship journey was like not knowing when to ask for help or how to ask for help. And that goes back to me being sort of a strong, independent person that felt like I could do it all on my own. But getting help is so, so key, not only for your own peace of mind and being able to like give you the space and break, but to help you grow. So we can't grow without a team. We can't grow without that support or that help. The really big thing that I learned after going through um, that part, that part of my business was really setting the foundation structures and systems in place 
in order to grow and scale your business. So when we started, we implemented things in our business that were not scalable. We implemented, we started doing things that over time we couldn't grow or scale that business. And so really considering is what you're doing scalable? Can you actually grow um, based on that? Or are you putting something in place that is that you're going to have to hire a bunch of people to do, or you're not going to be able to do, you're going to, it's not sustainable. So that whole sustainability piece, that building something that's profitable, but also sustainable. So those are kind of the three big things that I always say. And we often sometimes forget about that sustainability piece, which led to massive burnout for me two years into my brick and mortar, because what we were doing just, like I said, wasn't, wasn't sustainable, but never really thought about that until we were in the thick of it. So. Oh, wow. That's great. So um, I just kind of want to want to go back and I want to make sure we do our due diligence with these because you gave us so much. The first one um, you said, don't do something, you know, just because you think it'll be successful. You got to think about the work that is involved in it as well. Um, But also, what is that passion going to look like um, as a business? So I like that you you know, you said that. And then uh, second, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like we all need support. We all need a team um, and all of that. And then I think the third one was to make sure that you have your structures and your systems in place to make sure that um, things are scalable. You want to have sustainability and profitability um, for your business. I mean, that's that. I mean, really we're quitting our, if we're you know, quitting our jobs, right? And we're hopping into this business. Like, let's be realistic. We are real adults with real responsibilities. You know, although they may look different from person to person, there are a lot of responsibilities that are universal, right? We need we need a place to stay. Totally. We need utilities there. Nowadays, we definitely got to have internet, right? Internet is not a luxury anymore. That's something yeah. that you know, is we've got to have if we want, if we're working from home and want to be able to. (laughs) So I think that's really good to think about that. And we definitely want, I don't know anyone who starts a business that says, oh, I'm just starting this and I don't want it to profit. You want it to profit, you know? Totally. Totally. And then I think that sustainability piece sometimes gets, like I said, forgotten. You know, you build these, these business models that are profitable our wine business was profitable but that wasn't we couldn't continue to operate how we were because it wasn't sustainable and so there has to be that sort of marriage of the two is that profitability but also thinking about what's it going to take you to run it and how can you continue to maintain it without going into burnout I like that I like that and you brought up burnout oh you brought up burnout I think um, one of the important things is like um, structures and systems. I think um, sometimes we get caught up in thinking that we don't, well, well, there's, there's a toss up, I guess. And I, this is kind of a generalization, but you know, you may have the entrepreneurs that are really diligent about systems, right? That's really important totally. to them. Structure is important to them. And then others are just kind of like, oh, we're just going to throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Totally. And, and, and for some that may work for them, but um, overall, for the most part, when you're looking to get that support and that team, and you're not afraid to ask for help, 
If people ask you, what do you need my help with? If you don't have systems and structure in place, you don't know what to tell them. 100%. 100%. Or you hire, then you end up hiring a team and get the help and you don't have the systems in place. And then they're frustrated because they don't know what they're doing. They don't have clear direction on like where to go, where the business is going. So it all goes hand in hand. And, and you're actually, you're, to, you're totally right when, when you say that. There are the two different types of people. I'm very much that creative, that visionary. So the structures and systems for me were like, totally new what do you want me to do <laughs> and and putting me in a structured system sometimes feels restrictive and so I I thought that a lot but realized very quickly on two years in that I couldn't operate the business this way so yes yeah <laughs> and one of the things that um I was um saying to someone share something that's kind of personal to me about my business I was sharing with them that I knew that this year I would eventually have to at least hire a virtual assistant. Um, you know, I may be able to hire a content manager eventually down the line, but a virtual assistant for sure. Um, but I said, the one thing I did not want to do was hire this person before I got all of my systems in place because it's my business, right? It's my baby. And totally. I should know what I want and what works for me. Totally. You know, that's like asking someone, you know, to come into your office and organize your files. Well, what is organized to them may not work for you as far as the way that you think and the way that you need to be able to access information. So, they're, so true. you know, so while they're organizing and it might be totally fine, um, I think it's so important that we think about like what works for us and like how you were saying you're creative, you're a visionary. Like I, it's interesting for me. So I'm, I'm creative. I'm a visionary as well. Um, so I'm a crafter. So I have this really whole creative side of myself where yeah. sometimes things can get a little messy, yeah. right? But it's organized <laughs> chaos, but at the same time, behaviorally, I'm a CS personality type. Yeah. I'm a precisionist. I do like for things to be in order. That's the way my mind works. It functions. So for example, like my note taking, while it's, you know, in order and I like for, you, I use different color pens. That's like the creative side of me, you know? So it's yeah. like, I have a balance of the two, but like both are, I think are important. They go hand in hand. I think that creative side of me allows me to not get bored with the systems once they're in place. Totally. I love that not get bored with the systems. Yeah. I just think that because I find that I get, it's almost, I, I'm like, oh, don't put me in the box. But I love that perspective shift for myself is like, I won't get bored with the systems, allow that to bring the systems in, but, but be creative with them. Um, and the point you made about hiring someone on and having them having a different way of doing things, right? Like, if you ask someone to file for you, and I think I've made that mistake is hiring people into my business and then giving them a bunch of tasks with no clear direction. And then they're lost and then they are delivering things back that aren't what I expect, but I haven't really set clear expectations. So, yeah. I think something that someone told me, we have to begin with the end in mind. And I think your points that you gave today speak to that if we were to look at them in reverse, right? So we want to look at them in order, one, two, three, totally. in the order that you gave them, but then making it all make sense and kind of connecting the dots 
we want a sustainable, profitable business. So in order to have that, we need systems and structures in place. We need a support team and not to be afraid to ask them to help us. But we also need to make sure that we are doing something that we can do, <laughs> that the passion yeah. that we have is, is going to work out for us, right? That it's not just like this hobby or this fun thing. So Catherine, oh. you just, you are a whole boss. Like you came in here to help Thank us you. get our lives together. Three simple points to just help us stay on track, just sharing from your own personal experience. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Any final um, thoughts you have? No, I, it's been it's been really fun chatting with you and yeah, sharing sort of from my lived experience, uh, sharing from all the things that I've I've done wrong, the mistakes that I've made, and also the things that I've done well as well. So it's just been yeah, such a great opportunity to be here and and yeah, I mean if uh, again it's it's go out there, with, start with that end in mind, which I think is such a beautiful beautiful quote because it's so true is like what kind of business do you want to build um and yeah ensure that you have those systems and, and whatnot in place and get the help that you need so yes well this was everything i appreciate this conversation and i thank you so much for taking the time to join me today yes thank you <laughs> and that's it for this episode of the entrepreneur happy hour podcast it's so exciting each episode to talk with an entrepreneur from somewhere in the world who wants to share tips with you that help them in their business. While these tips may be very good and very helpful, please note that these tips should not be taken as a replacement for sound legal advice. If you would like to work with the guest, you can always check the show notes and find their contact information there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.